0: Welcome back. Episode 12 of the pod deep podcast. I'm Jared. This is is Hughes. all right. We're going to jump right into it. We're going to talk about or start off with a topic that is near and dear to your heart. In our circle, we call Hughes the fight doctor. So we're going to start with the boxing matches this weekend. Canelo versus triple G Canelo wins by 12 round decision. Um, From my point of view, Triple G looked look kind of old, which he is. He looked a little slow. Canelo, canelo came on strong, stayed strong the whole fight. What was your take on the uh, Canelo versus Triple G fight?
1: I agree with, I agree you. with you. I thought uh, Canelo, canelo, canelo looked old. Look old, Triple G, Triple G, G older. looked older. Uh, yeah. Triple G, G really didn't put up a fight. fight, and Canelo, and canelo, canelo really, really stopped, stopped him, him. considering consider he's a younger the younger fighter. fighter. You know, you know, and the end of his redemption fight, fight uh, of losing his previous fight, fight and, and and in, and the in the, the trilogy, trilogy. I, thought I thought he would, he would press, press the issue more, which would which give Trippity a, a, give a, a chance, chance to try to catch him. him. But, he but he played it played smart, it smart. And, and put up really like a boring fight in a sense, you know, coming from a guy who really just restored one punch that could really just prove that he could take Canelo's punch but he couldn't triple G couldn't get nothing off. You know, he looked really shot. Um, and Canelo looked like he couldn't figure anything out, you know. He was just, you know, he would throw a jab and then throw a hard little right hand, but neither one of them wanted to attack the body and put up like a, a real body attack, which was kind of shocking to me. Neither one was going for the knockout, you know. And uh overall it was like, man. I feel bad for the people that, that that was there and paid their money, and, and for the people that ordered it. Like,
0: man, I thought awkward. the same thing.
1: That I thought, was war yeah. ring. Yeah, that's not no good legacy. And then for Canelo, uh, prior to the fight, to he say he's not fighting any, uh, he's not fighting any more Mexicans. So are you gonna fight Charlo? Like, cause I think that dude will uh, beat him up with the mm-hmm. way he fought. Mm-hmm. You know, so I really wasn't impressed. You know, I lost, I lost a little bit, but it, it was okay. But that <laughs> was, was a very boring fight. It really was, you know, yeah. as a boxing fan, I thought. You know, for them, to, for them when I think about their trilogy to, to total up, what, 12, 24. So we're looking at 30, 36 rounds and not one knockdown and 36 rounds between them. That has to be probably one of the worst trilogies ever, mm-hmm. you know. With with not a light a lot of excitement, you rarely saw somebody ever get rocked in in, in three fights. It's like it's a, a sparring session between them two, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And really not a really not a real fight. Like they talk their shit like they, you know, uh, it's personal and they mad. But I ain't not see none of that in the fight. Where where one dude like, hey, I'm gonna I'm knock your ass out, you know? I I did see that. I saw Canelo throw some good shots, good hard shots that Triple G took. But he ain't put nothing behind it, you know? He ain't Mm -hmm. pressing like I thought. And I thought maybe Triple G, even though he looked old in his other fight, I thought he would rise to the occasion and just catch Canelo coming in, you know, because he still got the power. I figured he couldn't move. But I figured Canelo fought the bigger dude that he was going to run right to Triple G. But they both kind of look hesitant with each other, man.
0: Yeah, I think Triple G more so was very hesitant, um, mm-hmm. maybe trying not to get knocked out, just trying to make it yeah. to the 12th round, not really going and for like, the win.
1: And it's like he fights nobody else like that. Nobody but Canelo. Like, it's, it's like he gives him a break, but when he fights everybody else, he come off like a monster. But, but you, I don't see no kind of – in three of the three fights, I don't see any kind of essence of a monster whenever he fights Canelo. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh,
0: yeah, I agree with, with your assessment. It seems like when you look at the whole fight, it looks like a money grab on Triple G's part and I guess Canelo's part too, like one more big mm-hmm. payday before I mm-hmm. hang it up or get mm-hmm. ready to hang it up. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of competition. I would I would have been pissed off, man. Um the boring um undercore fights, it just right. was lackluster. Not not really and, worth it.
1: And he never gets called out about it, man. It's like, you know, you figure even when when Pacquiao fought Marquez, you know, I I was like, man, why does Pacquiao keep fighting this guy? But then <laughs> the last fight he gets knocked out. And it's yeah. because if you keep fighting somebody, they're gonna learn your style. You know what I'm it's saying? True. Yep. So it, it's like, okay, well some gotta give and this this the trilogy. We know we're not gonna see we know we're not gonna see a part four. So between one of them, they're gonna step it up. i like Triple G hits the hardest between these two, so he gotta catch the uh, Canelo. Because Canelo feel like I'm younger, it's time to knock you out now. He he forty years old. And it's like, man, I don't know what it is between them two. But they don't produce no firework fights, in my opinion.
0: No, I agree. Um, I think it's best if that is over. You know, let it go.
1: Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Let's go to topic number two. This okay. is some, something we've been talking about. Crawford versus Earl Spence Jr. Well to weight title fight uh, in the works. I believe it's a 147-pound fight. We don't mm-hmm. know until... The contract you know gets officially signed and announced but the rumor is that they're going to fight in las vegas on november 19th which if they do our plan is to go to the fights so what's your take on it do you think the fight will get signed do you think it's happening are you excited about it who would you pick to to win you know crawford versus spence so
1: i'm pissed off about it because you know from the report that I got off ESPN you know when it's coming from ESPN I'm taking that as the Bible how, how can you report that everything has been agreed upon but the, the contracts haven't been signed well you ain't got no damn fight mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying if if we say we're going to do something and I don't get to change my mind now that that's not no deal to me and, and so you, you, threw they threw the venue off that well not the venue they just threw the the date with the with the time and with the time and place so everybody's excited you know everybody ran with that mm-hmm. and this guy that reported that he ain't getting held accountable for that so to me no nah, I don't think they're gonna fight you know I was I was having a dream <laughs> I had a dream I think Wednesday night that they was gonna report this fight either. Friday or Saturday on the eve of Canelo's um, card, you know what I'm saying, just to take shots at him. Mm-hmm. And when that didn't come through on Saturday, which was the, the deal line, I mm-hmm. was like, no, nah, I don't think they're doing this. Because they can use the fights that's coming up. I think uh, Shakur stevenson has got a fight uh, coming up uh, either this weekend. De- uh, Deontay Wilder got a fight in October. They can use those two fights and, and some more fights to kind of advertise the fight. But mm-hmm. when you let this week pass, mm, I, I don't think I don't think the fight's going down now. You know, and I, I, I nah. Nah.
0: Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. It would have been perfect for them to just have their own press conference that weekend,
1: yep. and to yep. see
0: how this fight played out, basically being boring, and then you yep. announced this mega fight that's coming. It would have been perfect timing
1: it would have stole the spotlight which is what I thought yep. they were going to try to do you know yep. considering that all they had to do was just go in that lobby and, and do it at the same time out the press conference because Canelo in Triple G press conference wouldn't have drawn more attention than and Crawford being there announcing that they're fighting you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and it and it wasn't it wouldn't have been anything the zone could have done to to, to bring everybody back to their room you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. considering what they just what they just witnessed and you have both fighters you know they're in person announcing that the fight is taking place yeah you right I, I thought i just knew that is what they were going to do and, and i just don't see i don't see how that's even possible now you know with that kind of be like the week before thanksgiving and it's no promotion you know and, and plus the guy from espn was talking about uh there's no guaranteed money for crop. i'm like well why would you sign that deal like I'm not gonna go on the ring and you not gonna tell me how much money I'm gonna make. Like I started <laughs> getting mad at that point. I'm like, man, this ain't real. This not real. This don't add up. You know, there's no way I can have a management team and this is and, and we've been negotiating since May. And this is what we signed. Man, it's no way. It's no way. It's gotta be rumors to me.
0: It seemed like they treating Crawford not even like the B side, like the C side, like he's just nobody. Like he doesn't bring it, anything to the table.
1: He has no leverage. He he literally has no leverage. And to me, I think he either has to get the leverage by calling out a young guy in attempt to try to fight one of these undefeated guys like uh, Jerron Ennis and really go through with the fight. And at that point, it's tricky because if he loses to Jerron Ennis, then that forces <laughs> Spence to fight a young guy too. Now the mm-hmm. young guy got all the confidence in the world because if he could be Crawford. You know, damn well he feel like he can be Spence, You know, and, and they are younger than him. And he's Crawford, calling them both of them down
0: guys. Yeah, Crawford should sit back, let this play out. Like don't don't if it's even still possible, just be smart, just let this play out. Don't take another fight. Like you said, and mess around and lose. And you may not get this opportunity again.
1: But that's the thing. That's that's what he's been doing. He only has one title. He's, he's turning 35 this month, maybe the 29th of September. Mm-hmm. Man, that clock ticking on him. Yeah, it is. Like his how, management team, I think, did him a disservice. In, how, in how, how,
0: old they on, how old is Spence?
1: Spence is 32. He'll be 33, I want to say, March.
0: It's time to get this done.
1: So yeah, the, yeah it, it is.
0: They need time yeah, to run, think, run through their trilogy, you know, if it plays out that way.
1: And i don't think either i don't think either one of them have a easy next fight that a, that a mess this up i think that same guy i was talking about jaron ennis is, mm-hmm. is Spence number one uh um, contender you know what i'm saying and, and the guy from dallas virgil ortiz he's Crawford. so it's tricky it's like man y'all either gotta make this deal or one of y'all gonna get knocked out and we you'll never see the fight yep I, I don't, I don't know what could take them this long, you know, even okay. one of them don't want to fight.
0: Uh-huh. I, I still, I still have hope, man. Um, like is I told this, you earlier, going out of I believe the rumors, man. I believe it. Okay. I believe this. Okay. I'll give it a, a, a two more weeks to see what happens. If they don't announce it in two weeks, it's not going to happen. It's It's over.
1: So you say when October first hit, if it ain't announced, it's, it's, it's official. They, they not
0: fight. They need yeah. that time to promote it and sell that fight, uh, give people time enough to book, you know, flights and hotels. So mm-hmm. yeah, two more. I, I would say one more week. If if we don't know something more in one more week, I, I would say it's pretty much a wrap for so this year. Yeah, well, the you know, Eagles just scored again. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, this ain't looking
0: good. Wow. <laughs> Um
1: and I would have liked my Vegas uh rooms to be a little cheaper than what I got, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I thought they kinda I thought they jacked it up due to that announcement because you know Vegas has been cheap for a couple uh no but since the pandemic I I should say, you know. Yeah. So it's like they jacked it up for that, you know.
0: Yeah, I think they're trying to make back that money they, they lost during the pandemic, so mm-hmm. prices are definitely, definitely higher.
1: Yeah, I definitely think so. We didn't have no problem we went to Vegas uh, for the wedding for you all. You know what I'm saying? That was, Yeah. And prices was lovely. <laughs> yeah.
0: And we picked that December um, time frame because that's slow travel season, you know, for cheaper prices. Mm. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about um, – you brought this up. Russell Wilson traded to the Broncos uh, this year. Broncos are 1-1. One one. They lost their first game, won this week. They won in week two. I believe in the fourth quarter, I looked up the Denver Post newspaper headline, and it says, thank God Russell Wilson grabbed the wheel of the clown car from Coach Hackett. So it's basically they're saying Coach Hackett <laughs> is holding him back after they gave him a $245 million contract, and Hackett is just messing up the season basically. So mm-hmm. I, I can see it that way because uh, in that first game, he pulled Wilson out in the fourth quarter. It was like, uh, what was it, like fourth and five or third and five, something like that? And mm-hmm. he pulled uh, Wilson out to take, to put the kicker in, to kick the second longest field goal in, in NFL history. And, of course, the kicker missed it. So what's your take on uh, how Russell Wilson is being used and how the Broncos are performing right now?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if it's because the they don't have any faith with him versus the coach. Having his ego and want to do it his way, however that go, it's looking bad. Yeah. It's it's making Russ look bad and it's make that coach look bad. That was a hard decision. <laughs> and once again, that's the second time Russ been put in that, that situation where they didn't they didn't believe in him. You know, we're well, not to say they didn't believe him, but 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 he, he should have used his voice more when he was in Seattle on that on that goal line in the Super Bowl. That wasn't the best damn play to call, you know, give yeah. it to your running back, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Y'all, y'all got the time out, y'all got enough time to score. Give it to your running back, man. Don't throw, don't throw into traffic. Speak on that, you know, audible out of that. In, in the same way in, in Denver, it's like, coach, give me one more play. And you throw to the sideline and get a little closer. Maybe then we can go for the field goal. But nah, that But to agree with the coach that you know that was the right thing to do. Hell, no, nah, that wasn't the right thing to coach. And then the coach the next day said, looking back, I should have, <laughs> I should have gave the ball to Russ. Man, you you saying two different things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As a veteran quarterback, you you should be there to kind of help with this guy. But even though he's your boss, you know what I'm saying? Just just give me. I got this coach. Lean on me. Now I don't know how the coach is in private. I don't know if he's a don't talk to me that kind of way we're going to do it my way whatever whatever i don't know if that's what he is but visually it's not looking good for us because they team in the rear zone cannot score right now that ain't that's not on Russ if if two running backs crumble but they are having a hard time calling the correct rear zone plays you know what i'm saying now that part is on the coach you know russ hasn't been looking good with the deep ball uh, throwing balls on the money, and I don't know if that's him not playing in the preseason or him still trying to develop chemistry. I believe in Russ; I still like him, but visually, uh, he don't look the same with that team. You know, he, they moving the ball, a little short deep passes, but uh, some I don't know. I don't know if everything is if he's comfortable or happy there. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people talk so bad about the the previous place where you were at. Just to get to this new spot, and you appreciate mm-hmm. where, where you where you came from, because where you at right now, you know, you just got to ride that on now. What's your take?
0: I feel the same. It, uh, same assessment you you um, expressed. It seems like it's the coach. The coach needs to basically what everybody else is saying: let Russell Wilson cook, win, lose a draw. He's a veteran Super Bowl quarterback. This this is their coach's first year, right? As a head coach. Yes, his
1: first year. Yeah, first let, year as a head coach.
0: Like get out the way, set him up to to for success. If it doesn't work, it's on him. It should be on his shoulders anyway. He he's the vet, mm-hmm. franchise two hundred plus million dollar quarterback. Let him play. Let him let him win or lose that game in the fourth quarter instead of pulling him out for a kicker to take the longest field goal, the second longest field goal attempt. In NFL history, when you have a, a veteran Super Bowl quarterback and you need five yards, right, you got to let him win or lose. Yeah, yeah,
1: they had a horrible game plan. I thought they did a bad job of let so much time run out that clock. Clock um, management, yeah, yeah. They, and I, you know, I, I, well, you, you're looking at the you're looking at the quarterback to, to to get on hold of that. But I don't know if he's being told if piece just what to do. Like don't call time out yet, you know. I don't know if that's being told, but it was, it was being looked on as rough. It's like Russ is like, man, what are you Half doing? Out. You know, so yeah, it's just it ain't looking good, you know. It ain't, it ain't looking good.
0: Nope, nope, it's not looking good for a lot of a lot of teams. You. That's a, that,
1: that's, that's that's a fact. Yeah, that's would we'll be fact. on fire. Like San Francisco. You know what what they were on. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, young boy got hurt yesterday. Trey Lance,
0: season end. They put
1: Jimmy, Mm -hmm. they put Jimmy G in the game, and -hmm. all of a sudden the chemistry just picked up. (laughs) And wait a minute, y'all was gonna, y'all was gonna market y'all, y'all, y'all season to try to see what this guy was 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 worth it or not. Mm -hmm. That's not fair to the rest of the team. You know what I'm saying? That's not fair. Yeah. I can see you, Teresa, and I can hear you, too. <laughs> <laughs> i <I'm> just playing. <glad.
0: laughs> that's uh um, nah, That's
1: not fair though.
0: No, it's not. A lot of decisions don't pan out, but I guess they, they got the answer when when uh, Lance um, on the 49ers got hurt. And it's basically, he's out for the season. So they don't have a choice. They have to go back with um, Jimmy G.
1: Twitch. Yeah, they better get their back up together because Jimmy G always stay hurt. So. Yep, yep. Yeah, if he get hurt, right, that's the season right there.
0: Yep, you know that's going to hurt Anthony. Make him cry mm-hmm. all season. <laughs> He's going to keep um, keep picking them to win, though.
1: Yeah, that's the that's squad he broke with, too.
0: Yep. Okay, good so far. Let's go into our last topic, which is – um we're going to talk about our top 5 movies. So, I'm thinking maybe we can go movie for movie. Okay. Instead of me listing all all five of mine you list all five of yours. So, do you want to go first or you want me to go first?
1: You go first. Okay.
0: I kind of have these in categories, but don't worry about the categories. I'll start okay. with uh, uh I have a zombie movie. So, okay. my favorite zombie movie is it's probably a tie is it's between twenty-eight weeks later and that Brad Pitt zombie movie, World War Z, those are mm-hmm. both both movies I can just watch over and over and over again every year, and they, mm-hmm. they never get old to me. You know, with uh, twenty-eight weeks later, this was the first zombie movie I can remember, where the zombies were actually moving fast in the movie. Oh, wow. So. It wasn't that slow zombie, uh, I'm going to get you and you can kind of <laughs> walk away. These zombies were sprinting towards you. You know, you had a pack of zombies trying to break into your house, all moving fast, and you had to be quick to get away. So this 28 Weeks Later was, was it kind of, to me, took the zombie movie up a notch. So mm-hmm. that would be my number one favorite movie, 28 Weeks or World War Z. Okay. What would be your first movie, your first movie?
1: Pitt? My my first movie I have is Love and Basketball. It's like one of my favorite kind of uh, love story that you didn't realize was a love story. You know, uh, yeah. now that I'm such this huge basketball uh, fan, but I just like the acting in it. It was a, a story that I can identify with. Uh, <laughs> I think it has one of the the, the, the Funniest lines at the end, where it's like, "I play you for your love and all that kind of stuff." Even though she moves, you know, she still she still gets the, the guy and stuff like that. You know, that's that's one of my top top favorite movies of all time.
0: That's a solid pick. That's a classic movie.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> cannot go wrong with that one. It's like right up there with like um, Soul Food or Minister mm-hmm. Society. It's you know a classic. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you you wouldn't even call it a hood movie. It's just a classic movie a classic movie. Okay. Solid. Let me go... Let me see. Look down my list. I'm going to go to a superhero movie. Okay. So, best superhero movie for me, I would go with probably um, the Batman with Heath, Heath Ledger as a Joker, The Dark Knight.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Also like that, that new Batman movie. I can't think of the guy's name. The guy from Twilight. Twilight.
1: Robert Robert Patton. As it that's was, his name. Right?
0: That's his name. Plays yeah. uh, Batman.
1: Yeah. I and, saw that.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they have a the penguin as um, Colin Farrell. And you can't yeah. even tell. Yeah. The makeup is so good. You can't even tell that's him. Mm-hmm. But probably the daughter. Yep. Yep. That Catwoman. Catwoman was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kravis' daughter played um, Catwoman. She did a good job. Yeah. Zoe, yep. Yeah, but if I had to go That was with, a good storyline. Yeah, it was. It was a good movie. Probably mm-hmm. uh yeah, underrated, solid, not like a goofy clown superhero movie. It was like a serious movie.
1: And that was the first time we saw a middle aged Batman movie. Yeah. Because he was he wasn't too old, he wasn't too young, he was middle aged. That's the first time we saw him at that at that age, you know. Right. Not being a grown man.
0: Yeah. You know, at that age, you can play that character for a while. He's not too old. He can't. Well, mm-hmm. can, you know, he won't age out as quickly as the, the other guys in the past. Yeah. Absolutely. So back on you, what's your next pick? Your number so my two next pick. pick,
1: my number two pick is a uh, is a comic book movie, and it's Black Panther. And Black Panther is a movie that when I saw it, it made me wish I was a kid again i yeah. could only imagine if i was like nine or ten years old when that movie came out how i would have been obsessed with just getting all kind of memorabilia the costume bed sheet i would have wanted every single thing you know uh that movie exceeded my expectations uh i didn't know what to expect from black panther you know honestly not not gonna leave a lot for me a lot to you you know and so i've never seen such a black um comic movie that had the cinematography that it had the 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 actual costumes the action everything was on points man it it drew a lot of uh critics and stuff but to me it it was excellent man I could watch that movie I haven't watched it though you know in a while because I'm I'm trying to time myself for the new one you know right yeah yeah I, I I know that I know that movie by heart but that movie that movie was was everything to me you know
0: my only one criticism for Black Panther, when it when it came out, and you can find mm-hmm. news articles about it, is how cheap some of the special effects were. But knowing now, what we know now, I don't know if he was sick when he was making that movie. But knowing what we know now, with uh, what, what's his name, uh,
1: Chadwick Boseman, Chadwick,
0: Chadwick Boseman, Chadwick Boseman being sick, maybe they had to rush the production on that movie to get it out. You know with him being sick maybe they were trying to rush that one so they can uh come back and film you know the second the second um movie but that's my only uh issue just some of the the special effects were kind of rushed the story was good characters were good it was a good uplifting story um but just the special effects how it just seems like marvel kind of played them the, the other uh Marvel movies, there, there's no issue with the special effects. And when they got to this one, you could kind of see, when when you look at slow motion um, parts of the film, you can see like cheap special effects. That's my only uh, criticism for the movie.
1: Let me ask you a question about Black Panther, see if you understand this. Who was the hero on Black Panther? Who was the villain in Black Panther?
0: Who was the hero? Um, mm-hmm.
1: And who was the villain?
0: I would have to say Black Panther.
1: Um, with what? The hero. Okay.
0: If you say the, it's, it was Killmonger, right? Was the villain on the black side? Then you had that white character. I don't know his name. The like, mercenary guy.
1: By the time I clawed Ulysses Claw.
0: I believe that's his name.
1: Yeah.
0: It's, between those two, to me, were the villains. Like, what's your take on it?
1: So the villain was Black Panther, and the hero was Killmonger.
0: Okay, explain that one to me
1: so the movie started up in oakland right mm-hmm. and killmonger wanted to take wakanda's uh resources mm-hmm. to help who african americans mm-hmm. so with all our oppression going on united states united kingdom africa uk killmonger was coming to our rescue you know what i'm saying to free us from our oppressors. so if anybody's doing that we're not looking to killmonger like you know them villain. He's coming to to arm us with weapons and shit like that, and provide us with resources, vibranium and shit like that. Whereas, black Panther is trying to say, "Hey, hey, hey, hey. you ain't doing that." Our people are right here in Wakanda. I know they are people over there, but now that's not what we do here. We're gonna look at him like the villain because we need help. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's the trick that Ryan Kruger submitted that a lot of people went over a lot of people' head because he started in Oakland. And, and here's a guy, he made Kilmarga look very mad and, 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 and angry, which it, which he was, you know, he was he was left out, but he had an agenda, he had a plan. And so on a grand scheme of things, he was actually the hero to us. Whereas Black Panther, the way we look at Africans, with us not clicking, you know, we are African-Americans, with us not clicking and communicate. Mm-hmm. They, we, we looked at them like they left us. They, ne- they never came back to get us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's how he wrote Black Panther, you know, to appear as a hero. But in our eyes, you know, it's, it's Killmonger that's the hero.
0: I've never heard that tape. So you think Black Panther was the villain? I
1: Black guess- Panther is the... He's, he's the villain in the sense that it just because you love your people, we are your people too, which is the reason why at the end of the movie, he opened up the borders of Wakanda because Mm -hmm. Killmonger got through to him Mm -hmm. that we are related, we're actually first cousins. Mm -hmm. You took my life because you didn't agree with what I was doing only for you to turn around and kill me and do the same damn thing. Open mm-hmm. up your borders, R- regardless if you were gonna arm all of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But but you wasn't gonna stand in the dark no more. And staying in the dark is not is you can never be considered yourself great while while your people get killed all around the world. And you got this power to end all this. You know what I'm saying? And you're not doing anything because you're trying to keep your home a secret, which, which happens <laughs> to everybody. You know what I'm saying? If you mm-hmm. if you have a mansion and they out there looting you know just we experienced that with ferguson you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying as it's, it's sad as it's, as sad as that was when you tried to go out there to participate shit, it was it was it was rough out there it was very dangerous out there on the yeah. streets on west forrecy so you had to go yeah. back home shit, if you if you weren't built like that
0: it was cool during the daytime as soon as that yeah sun you went go. down,
1: <laughs> get yeah, your but, white ass out of there <laughs> <laughs>
0: My cousin was that's down there right, talking about, man. "Jay, you want to come pass out some sandwiches?" I was like, "No, ma'am." <laughs> I will
1: not yeah, be it was down. going it was, it was going down down there, man. It was not it was not pretty at all. Yeah, but that, that's that's my that's my take, that's it.
0: Okay. Good take. Um I didn't think about it like that. It kind of makes sense. Like Black Panther basically turning his back on the American Blacks and Killmonger wanted, mm-hmm. wanting to help them. And then in the end, he changed his mind basically. Yep. Okay. That's a good take. Uh, okay. Let me go to my number three pick. This is another okay. movie. This is an 80s movie. I can watch this movie and just pretty much all the movies in this series is anytime. It's Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. This is the one uh-huh. with uh, Mel Gibson and Tina Turner. I and remember that. Two men enter, one man leaves. One man leaves. It's it's just a classic movie to me. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Tupac kinda borrowed their theme when he made the California Love video out in the desert, you know, with the doom buggies yeah. and the sand and everything. So mm-hmm. yeah. this is my number three pick. I could watch it any time. It's uh Tina Turner had a had the, the theme song to the movie. Just a classic mm-hmm. movie to me. And my picks, a Lee lot, Lee yeah, yeah, that's on my list too. Uh, Mad Max Fury mm-hmm. Road with uh Charlize mm-hmm. Theron and the guy mm-hmm. from who played Bane in Batman. I can't think of his name right now. in everything uh, he's Venom, he was Bane, yeah,
1: okay. Not thinking Tom, Tom Hardy, uh, Tom,
0: Hardy. Yeah, Tom, Hardy.
1: Tom Hardy,
0: yeah, Tom yeah. Hardy, yeah, Tom Hardy, yeah. So, yeah, Fury Road uh, is shot well, uh. The original director that directed the first movie came back. He even brought one of the villains back from the first movie and put him in, uh, made him the main villain in Fury Road. So yeah, I can watch mm. both of these movies, you know, anytime. So well, there are it. Mad
1: Max Two as well.
0: Yep, there's one in the middle. There's yes. a number one.
1: Yeah,
0: the first one I, I don't really like. It was shot in Australia. That's um, mm-hmm. it's called Road. I, I want to say it's not Road Warriors it may be called Role Warriors, but the first one I don't really mm-hmm. like, but every one after the first one, you know, are good with me.
1: Yeah, I like those too.
0: Yep. So what's your number three top movie pick?
1: So my top movie, my number three is Transformers 3. So I took I it back to <laughs> I took t- 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 it back to to some- one of my childhood uh, favorite toys to play with uh when it came down to the franchise three to me was the is where michael bay got everything together and got everything right to me uh it, it had the action it had the storyline uh the, the graphics were were, were were tight it's the first time he introduced the 3d graphics and in, uh into the transformer um where they were jumping off chicago uh buildings downtown and you could see them gliding and stuff like that um, It just topped the first one it topped the second one which was not that good storyline wise had a lot of transformers in it but the storyline for the second one wasn't as good as the third one the third one was good because it took uh it took an actual event with the landing on the moon and they flipped it to where they had um an actual transformer um (laughs) ship on the dark side of the moon so Mm -hmm. you know that really just piqued my interest and stuff like that like i I know that movie is like the back of my hand, so that that, that that was that was that really touched my heart. But that's like my my, my top three movie. Okay. And it's yeah. the highest grossest one out of.
0: I'm not hating on your pick, but I cannot stand mm-hmm. those Transformer movies,
1: man. <laughs> I, I,
0: I, I, I love the cartoon. It's it hard for you to follow. Yeah. 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 You do
1: you even like Bumblebee? Bumblebee I like Bumblebee. Bumblebee. For you to, yeah yeah that's it. yeah I understand that then.
0: That first movie, yeah, they didn't get the, they didn't get the special effects right. I you, I could barely make out their faces. It was just the special effects were not quite right on that first movie. That's what kind of lost me.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you yeah. know, for me, one one time, uh, I saw I was in um uh, Sam's, and they had like you know probably this expensive TV, and it shows the difference between watching it in the movie theater and watching it on cheap TV because. I didn't know what I was looking at mm-hmm. I think it was a plasma TV that I was looking mm-hmm. at in Sam's and I saw Optimus Prime transforming it was doing shit I ain't never seen on my TV yeah visually you know I was like wow you know but I couldn't afford some plasma TV back at this time so no, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it for that but I definitely like looking at it but yeah it was it's it's dope I understand I understand that's what some people uh critique on the movie they didn't understand visually the difference between the robots and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. But, you know, billion dollar franchise, probably, you know, crazy successful, still going. I don't mm-hmm. think it's, it's done. They could still keep making more movies.
1: Oh, they're making one the guy that filmed Creed. Uh, I can't think his name right now. He's he's in process of fin- uh, filming, filming one right now. I think it's gonna come out in 2023, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Okay. All right. Let's go to number four. Are we three? Okay. Is this four. One, two, three Yeah, this is four. Okay. So this is an alien movie. This is a classic to me. Um uh, and a lot of these movies I came up basically watching basically let me let me explain. I came up in the video rental era where you have to go get the tape, mm-hmm. the movie on tape. Yeah. The uh, video store. Up. Yep. Mm-hmm. And me and my grandfather used to go get a batch of movies and just watch movies all weekend. So this is one we used to watch together, and it's um, Aliens. Technically, it's Aliens or it's Alien Part Two, but they just call it Aliens with the S. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is Sigourney Weaver. Uh, basically, came back uh, from Alien Part One, which was Alien, to Aliens, mm-hmm. basically to battle. Um, the alien. They were, they went out to um, this remote colony colony to rescue um, uh, these uh, basically farmers or, or a group of people that were colonizing this planet. They got attacked by aliens, and the corporation that was running the mission basically wanted to try to bring back the alien to try to make it a weapon. So they sent Sigourney and um, the military to rescue the colony, and. In the midst of all that, they end up battling this this you know crazy alien you never seen before who spits um, his blood, his acid. Um, mm-hmm. It basically impregnates you, and when it when it with the alien, and when the alien is born, it bursts out of your chest. It was just crazy special effects. hadn't really seen anything like this before. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, my this is my fourth best top five movie. This is Alien. Aliens or Alien Part 2 starring Sigourney Weaver. What so, about the
1: pre uh to those? Uh, uh, I forget Prometheus, the name of that movie. Yeah, Prometheus. Yeah, Prometheus. All that stuff. You like man, I watch it. Yep. Yeah. Even, I, went um, to I went to the show.
0: The Predator movie, Predator versus Alien, all that stuff I watched. Yeah,
1: that's, new, that's what I meant to them, Predator.
0: A new uh, Predator movie just came out called Prey that was pretty good.
1: Yeah. That's great, on Hulu. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, a good movie. Good. I, love, I love that It was. Yeah, yep. Good storyline, too.
0: Yep. Giving the female a chance to be the hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very female, believable. Native American, yeah. Pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. It
1: was.
0: So, throwing it back yeah. to you. Yeah, what's your number four? So,
1: my fourth I one took, I took to... to a drama movie, and this one is called *Fences*. It's, it's a a movie written uh, di- well. This movie version of it is written and direct. Not so I read, but it's directed by um, Denzel Washington, and it's an Austin uh, Wilson um, play. And this movie hit home for me because it came after the passing of my father, and it's like I was watching Denzel Washington play play my father on the movie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Real, like a good movie between Denzel Washington and uh, Viola Davis. Just great acting. It's a, a story about a guy who had natural talent as a baseball player, but he never got his break. And you know, back in like the twenties, thirties, and the forties, and the fifties, sixties, even seventies, eighties, that was the number one sport for blacks. That's how they was gonna make it out the ghetto. You know what I'm saying? A lot of Blacks uh, were very good and in, 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 in participated in, in baseball, so much to the part where they would play uh, stickball or court, you know what I'm saying, just to keep the game uh, going when they didn't have enough members, you know what I'm saying, to, to have to play all the positions, you know what I'm saying? They, they mm-hmm. loved it like that, you know? And, and, and so it was a story that where the father just pretty much was kind of hard on his father, I mean, hard on his son, and he pushed his fears on his son since he didn't make it you're not gonna make it you know what i'm saying and he had a down ass wife and he turned around and had a first step in and stepped out on his wife you know and she forgave him and at his funeral that lady came to the came to the funeral you know what i'm saying just a just a hard-nosed story with great acting that you know you saw a woman hold her own against Denzel Washington, you know. Not only was she still in the scene, he, him still in the scene, he was giving her alley-oops and she was giving him alley-oops. They was going back and forth. So that's, Fences is, is a, hands down a good touching, you know, story of, of a man and a woman that I can identify with those characters and stuff, you know. So, that's one of my, one of my favorite movies. I think it came out maybe 2016 or 2017, something like that.
0: What's the name of it again? Fences. F E N C S. Yep.
1: Fences. Okay.
0: I'm not familiar with that. I might, I might check that out. Look it up.
1: Yeah, get a chance. Check it out.
0: Eagles just scored again. If they score one more time, I think they got this
1: one. Oh, they got it. They got it.
0: They going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to Five. Okay. So this one is a gangster movie. I have, it's two picks. It's the, to me okay. and a lot of people, it's the best gangster movie It's Godfather one and Godfather two, or I could have worked okay. with, um, Goodfellas. So okay. it's, it's just Godfather one and two are just crazy stories. Like three, three and a half hour movies each. I can sit and watch these movies. I, I have seen these movies multiple times, 10, 15 times, just back to back multiple times per year. They never get old to me. It's just a crazy story about basically a family, poor family immigrating to America, building their way up um, to be a top, the top crime family in New York and Las Vegas. Basically, um, just a story of how how one family becomes a mob, uh, super family basically. Great movie uh, to me, shot well. Great story, great characters. Um, just can't go wrong to me if you if you want a, a good gangster movie, *Godfather* one and two, or like I said, *Goodfellas*. So that's my fifth top best movie. So what's your fifth top best movie?
1: Fifth top best movie is *I'm Going to Get You Sucker*. I, I chose a comedy. Uh, this is like the from the Keenan and I, Rain uh, branch of comedy. Um, it's the who's who in hollywood so far as comedian uh, <laughs> the story is based on the this gold chain epidemic going around and, and stuff like that uh it's just a all-out funny silly movie that i enjoy that i whenever i, I see it i just laugh you know from beginning to end you know just good little storyline just a good funny movie that I, I really enjoyed stuff like that. the you know, just hands down one of my one of my top funny comedy movies of all time.
0: Yeah, it's a classic movie. That's uh, had a, a, a great song came out of that. Um, Jack of Spades by PDP. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. uh,
0: D Nice had the the uh, two turntables around his neck with the rope
1: walking mm-hmm. in the video, yeah, classic song. And it's, and it's funny because those jackets and outfits they wearing, those are yeah. all Dapper Dan. Those are all Dapper Dan uh, jackets that he, he did for them. Yep. Yeah, Man, Dapper I ain't never
0: seen
1: Godfather. Really? You gotta I see. never. I, so when I was younger, they were saying it was, too, it was too mature for me, and I walked in my parents' room, and I remember one scene that I never forgot when he was like, "Keep the drugs in the black community," or something. something it was more than Brando saying that. Yeah, I, I, I remember. <laughs> I remember I was moving and, and doing something. And I remember I sat on the bed, and I remember I felt some kind of way like, "What?" But it's that's really what it was, you know. It's true, it was, yeah. You know, it's, it's exactly true.
0: And that's exactly what they did. They. They were the mafia was against drugs, but you know eventually they said, "Go ahead, and sell it, but just sell it to the blacks, the poor mm-hmm. people." Mm-hmm. yeah yep. Yeah. But yeah, you should check it out, man. It's a classic movie. There's a, a show that came out, I believe, this year about the making of it. I'm not sure what the name is, but they go through how you know how it was made. Uh, have been. A lot of books on the making of the movie and how everything went. How the the actual mob played a part, and um, basically the mob allowed them to make that movie. They gave them the okay mm-hmm. to make the movie.
1: Wasn't that directed movie. by Martin? So uh, uh, it's Coppola, uh, Francis Lager.
0: Coppola, Francis Ford, okay, Francis Ford Coppola did okay. this one. Scorsese did Goodfellas and Casino and uh, uh departed he, he has his own branch of my mob movies but Col- francis for coppola did godfather one two and i've got
1: one of the hardest killing scenes i've ever seen in my life
0: you're talking about when they, they killed the, cor- the cornfield in
1: cornfield man yeah. that had to be one of the hardest <laughs> like treacherous deceptive murders i've ever seen in my life besides walking to a house and you get your head blown off yeah you know, like like and see, that's the thing. That is how they did Jimmy Hoffa.
0: Yeah. That
1: that that's basically that murder was Jimmy Hoffa murder because when I watched the Jimmy Hoffa story, that's exactly how they killed
0: him. Mm-hmm. Like somewhere right. in some field. Tricked them tricked them out into some field and basically killed him.
1: No, in, the house, in, in oh, a in house. Oh in a house. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. In a house. And see, I used to hear his name a lot. Without knowing who he was and, and um, what he had going on, you know, you talking about a dude that was head of the Teamster Union, which pretty much had the most money, like Apple, independent money, though, that the mob controlled. But he thought he had control of it and didn't know who he was working for.
0: Going back to Casino, man, Casino mm-hmm. is a is a great movie. But I can't stand a treacherous woman. And uh, Sharon Stone in that movie, man, she she, she played, played that, that part well. It's hard for me to watch because I hate a, a conniving bra you can't trust. And she she was that to the 10th power in that damn movie that's, that's a when great- you know
1: you're playing your character role when people start yeah. hating your ass in person on the screen like yeah because yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. it, it made Robert it made Robert De Niro he played a role that you've never seen him play such a soft wimp kind of guy that was right. damn the pussy of over woman we ain't never seen him play no kind of character like that you know what I'm saying so nope. you, you know we wasn't used to that <laughs> we weren't used to him it was like man go ahead and slap her ass you know but nah that wasn't his character And it's Eagles. And, guys. That's funny. That's what. That that's funny that Nas took that theme and put it for Street Dreams.
0: Yeah. Basically, yeah. He played you know, that. With
1: uh, the- <laughs> played that character. It's
0: crazy Crawl that you by. said that. Yeah. It's crazy that you said that because when you think about Nas in real life, he kind of from the outside looking in got played the same way by Khalees. He
1: mm-hmm. was the soft
0: guy, and, you know. When she, from, from what we know, we're on the outside looking in. She basically was the treacherous one you know mm. and he played that character you know in this video kind of that the movie kind of mirrored his life from what we know about mm. you know his situation his marriage mm. okay all right uh let me go it's on you right yeah no no, no you did um i will get your sucker you did i'm gonna get your sucker so my number one movie top top movie it's not even a movie, it's a series. And again, this goes back to me watching movies with my grandfather. We used to just like I said, just all week, all weekend long, just movie movie after movie. One movie would finish, it was just pop in the next one. We used to watch a lot of karate <laughs> movies. Karate movies too. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's basically any James Bond movie, any 007 movie. I can I I do watch this stuff, you know, all year long. Going into the fall and the winter. You see, TV networks—they play every James Bond or 007 movie, and, and if it's on, man, I can just sit there and just watch it back to back to back to back. I watch James Bond movies all the time, mm-hmm. so uh, that's my number one pick, and just for obvious reasons, James Bond is clever. He's a ladies' man. You can't you can't kill James Bond. Of course, uh, in the last James Bond movie, James Bond did get killed. Mm-hmm. Um, but which he's not dead. They'll just reboot the series and, and come up with the new James Bond. But he's just suave, uh, smooth, you can't kill him. Ladies man, rugged, driving cars, skiing, motorcycles. He can do anything, he can take out any super villain. So James Bond or any 007 movie is my um, is my top pick for you know best movie or movie series.
1: I like that from, I, I grew up i grew up watching it. it i liked it for the tech aspect he had all the gadgets you know yep. and, and and to me that was futuristic i always wanted like a car like that to have the lights and place that can switch and shit like that you could hit a button mm-hmm. shoot a gun and missile like i always like stuff like that like knight rider you know yeah i always liked Tech the tech stuff of things, you know. Um so yeah, I was I was always into James Bond. So who's your who is your favorite James Bond character? Roger uh I can't think of his man's name now. I used to have yeah, man, I, 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 I used to know my my James Bond. Man, I forgot. Sean Connery Sean Connery uh, Sean Connery.
0: Said, Sean Connery, you have uh Roger Moore. If Sean Connery first, Roger, then yeah. Roger Moore. Yeah. There was a guy in the middle. He did one movie. Um, mm-hmm. Daniel Craig was was great. But I have to yeah, go with the, the OG. One. Yeah, the best person is Sean Connery. He, the first guy to play James Bond in a movie is the best. I like today. Roger
1: Craig, though. <laughs> I, I'm uh, a balance Daniel between, Craig. Uh, yeah, I'm a balance between Roger Moore and Sean Sean Connery. Uh, them two, I can't go wrong between those two. I thought they had some of the best James Bond Pictures I never could get with Daniel Craig, uh, even though he took James Bond to a different level. Um, I don't know. He seemed like a lot darker, though. His James yeah. Bond seems a lot darker,
0: more realistic. Yeah, yeah.
1: That that's Yeah, not
0: as goofy as um, Sean Connery and Roger Moore.
1: Yeah, they they did have a lot of uh, comedy and jokes in there for a spy. Okay.
0: Yep. Okay. Drum roll. What's your top movie pick?
1: Uh, overall, my top movie pick, um, I don't know if I suffer with that. Um, it's a movie that came out with is it called Trading Places, Hiding Places? Uh, um, so now thing and Wesley Snipes. What is this movie called? Hiding Places? Blade? Places? Was it Blade?
0: They weren't Blades together.
1: Nah. Nah, before Blade, they had an HBO movie. That went straight to hbo lay down movie with no Best lay down Snipes. disappearing act came out 2000. disappearing act he was kind of like a contractor in like new york city i forgot if she was like a writer or something like that mm-hmm. and um you know, they had relations. Had a relationship. He was a rough rugged guy that that really wasn't good with communicating and speaking his feelings. And he wasn't good in relationships and he wasn't good to people. He had a overall he had a good heart. But he didn't move in in good light sometimes. And the reason that it was called Disappearing Act is because right when things were always get good, he would disappear. And in this particular time, I, I think maybe they they broke up, he came back, they broke up again, in this particular time, she was done with his ass. You know, he went to go pick his shit up. Mm-hmm. you know, you could tell he loved her. you could tell he really loved her. You could tell she loved him, but he just couldn't get his shit right to do right. And his final words walking out to her was, "My love was real." And she just looked at his ass. They had a kid at this point. She just looked at his ass. like. But what she was letting him know is, I can't hold on to nothing like that. If all you're going to do is run every time it gets hard. Run every time I try to hold you accountable. It was one of the movies that I watched as a young man in 2000 where I was trying to find myself it was like five years after we graduated from high school. And I'm trying to find who I am as a young man. And, and I watched this movie. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be like that, dude. You know what I'm saying?
0: Okay, so that was the episode. We finished our top five movie list. We talked about boxing Um, and and a a couple other topics we covered. So we're going to go ahead and sign off. We're close to it being being, um, about an hour episode. So we're going to sign off. I'm Jared. This is? Hughes. all right this was pod deep episode 12 thank you for listening please rate subscribe comment you may find this video on our youtube page which is youtube forward slash pod deep if not you hear the audio wherever you hear your podcast uh apple music everywhere else like i said except spotify because i put music in spotify has been hating on us but you can hear this on every every other um, podcast platform So, again, peace. This was Pod Deep, Episode 12. Peace. All right. Thank you.